Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hours show and keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level. Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time. They like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The four for twenty-six saw the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Yeah, I'm diversified and educated. Yo, what's really good? Yo, de- yo, Dev still with us? I hope you're alive, man. <laughs> I feel like them folks, them folks came and grabbed that. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Good, I was, I, I'm, I'm here. I was trying to see if y'all could hear me, but I guess y'all couldn't because nobody was saying nothing. But y'all can hear me yo, now, right? Really good. Yeah, cuz, yo, <laughs> uh, we start off on some bull to the job, but anyway, everybody, what's good out there? War Room family, you're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by us, War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, I'm the bull, Dev McMillan, with the technical difficulties, but I'm here at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint, we got B. Austin in the building, and we're going to talk our smack for a little while. The NFL season Man, it might be in its final stretch if they don't get this COVID spread under control. And the NBA Finals will most likely be over on Friday unless Jimmy Butler and the Heat can locate any more tricks up their sleeve. But we're going to discuss both of these topics and a whole lot more. So sit back, grab a drink, a snack, whatever, and join us in the war room. Look, you too can get in on the conversation. All you got to do is sign in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com. Slash the War Room, or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323-410-0012. And before we get started, like we do every week, we just got to make sure that you guys know that during the week when we're not live on the air, when you're chilling, doing work from your kitchen or wherever you're working at, you know, in the past six, seven months, just remember to check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows, either on our own network at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms we're most likely to be on, whichever one you pull up. Um, hey, that's something you can do, throw in your headphones. If you want to ignore your kids during the day, give us a listen. But what up, bros? Another crazy week in this thing we call America. The, the president contracts COVID, really? allegedly. The, the vice presidential debate had some hilarious moments. You know, what, what y'all got on the, on the last week in America? I feel oh, I man, feel like know. that was the move. That was the move to seal the deal on the election. It's called the pity party move. I used to pull it with my peoples, with my parents around the age of twelve. It always no, it didn't always work, but uh, it worked for a while. Sympathy you, you move. Take focus. Yeah, the sympathy move, the pity party, you move it away from the true issue, and you say, look, I got COVID, <laughs> but I'm better. I kicked his ass, man. Come roll with me. <laughs> Shout out to the Don, Don Trump, drunk. <clears throat> I see you. 
<laughs> yo, shout out to the um, shout out to the the bait show. They just this pure comedy, yo. It's like it's, it's, <laughs> Jimmy called it the debate. It's show. almost like watching a game. <laughs> yo, the debates are pure comedy. Shout the Fly Reese. Um, that's what they call the fly. They call the ball Fly Reese. Um, shout to him. Um, <laughs> in terms of the president, yo, it's so much shenanigans going on. My man be getting in front of a green screen, talking about he healthy. With the fake White House behind him, like it's it's so it's to the point Yo. I'm telling them that it's to, the, it's to the point that SNL, like I don't know what they can do because it's it's comical. Yeah, he's better than SNL. Who do you need SNL for? Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's really better than what SNL. are they going to do that's funnier than what's already going on? But no, the, the, yeah, the crazy thing, Jim, like, dude doesn't get the benefit of the doubt on anything because. He's a known liar. Like all he does is lie. So it's like as soon as he, as soon as they announced he had COVID, a, a bunch of people didn't believe it, and there was a bunch of conspiracy theories going around that made a whole lot of sense. Um, if you're if you're knocking something the whole time and you know basically not taking it seriously, and then all of a sudden you get it during the middle of an election, you know you can't be upset if people are thinking, man, he's just doing this couple days he's going to say that he beat it. He beat it. Uh, he beat it. Right, right. right. I, I, he, he, a couple days he's going to say that he beat it. COVID isn't nothing. There's nothing we should worry about. Let's fully open the economy. Like, it all seems like a political play. But then you see moments like when he got back to the White House and he, you know, came outside and took off his mask. Yo, that looked like the most labored breath that I've ever seen one person try to take <laughs> in my life. So it's like you man, don't man know felt, with this guy, man. He felt you better don't than ever. Yo. He felt better than he did 20 Yo. years ago, man. You hear what he said, man. He Yo, felt better than he did Plus, he's going to get better treatment than anybody else who's had COVID in the last nine months. Hold up. He had medicine, the best medicine, the best medicine the that best they can made. And that's because of him. <laughs> I did this. I feel Yo, better. The level of anti-intellectualism the level of anti-intellectualism that exists in this country is comical. Like, right. y'all made it, y'all made that's it, like, y'all that's made it cool line, to be dumb. That's the line of the, is this your the line of the month. I feel better. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. <laughs> Yo, <that's, laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I, I definitely don't. Yeah, Yo. I, I don't Yo, Trump. Yo, Trump got the noni juice or something. He found that noni. <laughs> Yo, yo, Trump got. I can't call it, man. And you got. Yo, it's like it's like it's like you say. No, Dev, it's like you say, right? So people get mad. You play the race card, but it's like, who gave you the card? Okay, so you can't get mad at not believing Trump because yo, he gave he has the liar's card on tap. My man (laughs) lies. My man tells at least no. This is not hyperbole. My man tells about five lies a week. Would you say I'm I'm on point? Yo, but the crazy I, I part think is, you're being, I I think you're being kind. Yo, <laughs> I don't even know if he like he think he believe that bullshit. He, he believe the stuff he be saying, yo. <laughs> I, yo, my yeah, man practices like, a secret. He think he think he can talk everything into existence. Yeah, yeah, it, it's something like that. Either he he speaking stuff into existence, or like Jimmy said, he believes it, or he just don't care. Like I mean, I say what I want. So, like it's both, worked for me all parties, these years. The, the problem the problem with both sides, right, is that. They treat people like they're stupid. Right. He does it, but the other side does it too. Like you want to sit up and pander us and tell us all these things. Like you ain't lock up, 
half our community, both of y'all. Like, <laughs> y'all, but the so it's, it's just the whole thing is just comical. Like the whole process is comical. Um, watching this thing play out comical. Watching someone trash somebody when you're running against them, and then you can put on the ticket and talk about how great they are is comical in itself. <laughs> that is the worst. Me and Jimmy talked about that last night. Like, yeah. you watching Kamala Harris say all this nice stuff about Joe Biden like she wasn't choke-slamming him just five months ago in the primary. Yo, she was barring his life away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, five months ago, you were racist because of what you did to my people. And now it's like, Joe Biden is the greatest and his plan is this. Politics is, is, is crazy, man. And and the the way, even down to the people, Watching everybody argue about this and lose friendships over politics, it's it's crazy because it's like everybody at this point is being played against each other, and, yeah. and it works. The crazy part, you know, it's it's definitely vote shaming season. <laughs> the crazy part is like when you when you read history, like this this is kind of what it's always been. It's just that now we're at a certain age, we're of a certain age, we get to watch it play out. But when you read about things that happened in Roman times, even in ancient Greece, like, they dealt with the same stuff, like, in terms of, you know, um, running on the same ticket, backstabbing each other. Like, it, it, the whole thing is just this is what, what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. I, I, Man, I think do, it's man. human nature, but I think it's human nature on steroids. I think there have been things I mean, created. they didn't have social media, but the, I'm talking about like, – no. The way that listen, the, what's, the, what's the old term? Politics and strange bedfellows. Like they will poop on each other, me. and then when they mm. then when they need each other, you know, it's, it's a whole different game. This has been going on forever. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, shoot, they just use language back then. Methods of politics started in ancient Rome, so you know. That's, that's that, no, that's what I'm saying. So like when you yeah. when you read the stories and things, you like, yo, they dealt with the same stuff. It's just they use. They use fancier language because my man got like four or five words in his uh, his war chest. <laughs> yeah, Great, amazing, very, very big words. terrible. He got like and, seventeen. And when you list his words, Jim, it. it's not very. Like one word is very, very. That's one word. <laughs> <laughs> very, very. My man All got right, like man. seventeen words, y'all. Yeah, he he's a jackass. This whole political process is jackassery. But we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some sports, man. Of course, these hot topics we're about to get into is brought to you by MyBookie. Look, it's time for you to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. We tell you this every week. If you still haven't checked them out, we don't know what's wrong with you. Because, look, NFL is the mother of sports betting, and the NFL about to be shut down. So you better go get your money before Christmas. Um, you know, so you, you, your kids can have a nice little Christmas. All you got to do is lay down some dough on the biggest games in sports by joining us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast, no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after Stephon Gilmore gives Patrick Mahomes the hug of death after the coin toss. I mean, I know that really happened after the game, but it sounded better for the promo to say after the coin toss. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, so let's start the show, fellas, with our stat of the week, because, you know, we can go into 
you know, the, the subsequent talks about this afterwards. Stat of the week, man. Jimmy Butler, as everybody knows, went off in game three of the NBA Finals. Uh, a lot of people by that time thought that the series would possibly end up in a sweep because Miami was down two of their top three players. Jimmy Butler pulled out one of those finals performances for the ages with a 40-point triple-double, 40 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists on 70% shooting. He was cooking anybody that they put in front of him in game three. Um, my question to you guys moving forward into this NBA Finals with the Heat being down 3-1, to one, is this thing over on Friday, or can Jimmy or somebody else, Bam Adebayo is back, um, shout out to him and his new hat line, is is there anything that the Heat can do or anything that Jimmy or Bam or anybody can do to possibly stretch no. this to a game six, possibly a game seven? And, and, yeah, and any, anything, most anything unlikely them, win this series. Can the Heat come back and win this series? Any Anything short of them sending the right flavor, Myra, at, 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 at LeBron, you know, with the with the vid, if if she ain't got the vid and he don't come down with it between like right now, this this the inevitable because that that Heat team is a good team, and Jimmy Butler is a great player. He's not just good; he's great. But is LeBron it Bron that need the Myra, or is it AD that need the Myra? <laughs> well, all right. Let me let me say, let me let me. They can take they can take out one. I also ain't been watching the game, so let me speak. One of the Either one. I don't even watch the game, so let me speak, Either. dog. Um, I think that what, what's going on is that the, I think they could win a game. Like, to to win the series is crazy. That means they got to win three out of four games they gotta win. for them to win the series, which is, no, they, is going to be – They got to like, win three in a row. They got to win three in a row to win the series. Yeah, how about that? I said three out of four. Yeah. Once they lose one, it's yeah. over. They got to lose yeah. – <laughs> They got to win three straight. They got to win I'm three straight. About. But, yo, I said three out of four. But, yo, they got to win three straight. But the problem is this, right? Um, that's a huge task. I don't know if like the Lakers have been on a three-game losing streak all season, and they're beat up, tired, hurt. And I feel like if the Lakers get a lead in any of these next couple of games, like this next game, they're gonna start getting ready to check out. Like they're probably tired of being in the bubble. Um, yeah. so the mental part of it is gonna be very difficult. Broken spirit. But the one thing I, the one thing I do want to say though, and I know this sounds kind of blasphemed to say this, but watching this series, watching every like play. This is the first time I feel like I see LeBron slowing down, yo. Yeah. But like, that's the thing. The fact that they're winning the series, Jim, and, of course, Brian is still going to get his his numbers, you can't, you're not going to be able to convince anybody of that, you know, the, the sycophants. Like, but I, I understand exactly what you're saying. But go ahead. Yo, it's weird, though, because it's, like, it's, like, it's almost like watching someone who's been, like, um, Wolverine get injured, but he's not injured. It's just something missing. Like when I watch it, the eye test. It's yeah. something that's not there with him. And I, but the great thing, if for, you know, from that standpoint, is it doesn't have to be, because AD is. Uh, and I was talking to you guys earlier in the chat. I was like, "Yo, AD," and I wasn't even like, "This is not hyperbole. This is not like a hot take." I was thinking about this. I said, "AD might be the first NBA player that I've seen in my life with no flaws, yeah. like on the court." Like I, yeah, he, that's he, awesome. I think seven foot tall, he could he could play D. He's actually proved that he can like guard ball, 
because a lot of it was help defense in the course of the season. But now he's guarding ball. He sh- he can shoot the outside shot. He's good with his back to the basket. He's good facing the basket. He's a great rebounder. Like I don't know what his flaw is. Listen, because <laughs> I've long thought Anthony Davis. This is what I've thought of Anthony Davis for the last five years. I, I've literally thought that he was the most talented player in the NBA. And I would always put him somewhere in the top five just because he hadn't been on a team that was able to do anything. Because, you know, you know, that counts. Like, all right, if you're going to yeah. be that talented, you got to do something. And then, you know, now that he's here, you know, a lot of people are going to want to give all the credit to, to LeBron James, which is not fair. But at the same time, that's where Le- LeBron is shining right now. Because if you're being honest, Anthony, Anthony Davis is clearly the best player on the Lakers right now. But LeBron Mm -hmm. is in leadership mode, and he's still going to give you, you know, the numbers that he's going to give you. So what he's bringing is, you know, it might still be more valuable than what Anthony Davis is bringing. But when he doesn't – when he has an off game, the Lakers lose, point blank, period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When he has an off game, the Lakers lose. But what you're saying about his flaws, like you think about that, and I'm like, damn, like, Right, that's why you have to preface it like it's not hyperbole. And you think about it, you're like, damn. The only thing I can think, and it's an intangible thing, once in a while Anthony Davis might get a little disengaged. You know what I'm saying? He's not Mm -hmm. going hard the whole time. I mean, many times that comes along with foul trouble. So that's any player. That's any player in that situation. (laughs) Yo, because he'd be bored. bored. But, yo, to 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 that point, though, to that point, I think one of the like more underrated things the Lakers did was the whole Rondo thing because Rondo clearly, in his career, has shown that playoff Rondo is different than regular season Rondo. Oh, different. Like playoff different. Rondo, a different type dude. Like playoff and Rondo, that, a different type dude. And him and AD and that's have why, chemistry at that's the like point undeniable. guard, Jim. That's why LeBron can have moments in this series where he's not LeBron because you got Rondo backing him up you know, controlling the offense and all of that kind of stuff. And this dude, you know, people forget. People forget about this boy Rondo, man. Yo, Rondo legit. I was I was thinking about this watching him play and looking at his numbers. Because first of all, Rondo and AD have amazing chemistry, but I forgot they had chemistry when they played with each other. They played uh, with each other, yeah. Yeah, so I forgot about that. I'm like, okay, no wonder they seem to have this great chemistry together. But this two-playoff Rondo is just something different. And looking at his contribution to this entire playoff run and looking at the numbers, because every game he plays, it's like he's passing another legend on, like, the assist record and all that. Yo, Rondo's mm-hmm. a Hall of Famer, y'all. Possibly. I, I wouldn't, I, <laughs> I would I wouldn't, I wouldn't dig argue. deep into that, but it's possible. I, I really think people forget about his impact, you know, when he is on teams that's able to make Listen, runs man. like this. Um, no, they let it. Yo, they let it do if, if they don't let, if they don't let, if they don't let Rondo luck. in, if they don't let Rondo in, they need to have a special hall where they just let playoff Rondo in because playoff Rondo is different than regular. Rondo. <laughs> you got to pick for a picture. That's like funny Rondo though, because in that case, your man, um, your man Paul George, he gonna make the regular season hall and playoff P. <laughs> playoff <laughs> P ain't even gonna get a run at the playground, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the worst thing he ever did was name himself that. It's been downhill yeah. since then. Yeah. <laughs> it's been downhill. Complete joke. Because the Complete first time joke. he was in the playoffs, he was balling. But then you're, gonna, you're feeling yourself too much. Playoff P, now you 
corny in the playoffs. Like, I can't even defend playoff you, and I'm a fan. Boys, playoff PP. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, like you said, I think the same way. If you can get the Lakers to get like a 10, 12 point lead at any point on Friday, I think it's it's gonna break Miami spirit, man. I mean, it was kind of the the same like Denver in that series. Denver had come back from this 3-1 deficit the whole time. But it's like how many mm-hmm. times you can't hang your hat on that. That's not going <laughs> to that's not going to get you over the hump. At some point somebody's going to realize, okay, these dudes like to get down. We got to find a way to put, you know, put a foot, foot on their neck. It's unfortunate what happened to the Heat as far as the injuries in game 1. Um I wasn't giving them that much of a shot to win the series anyway. But the Heat do remind you every time you doubt them of how hard they go and it's how Jimmy, hard they are to the beat. Image of their, the image of their leader. They they have Jimmy yeah. Butler's personality. Right. So you kind of wonder sometimes, though, like, damn, I didn't really give them a chance. But if they were full strength the whole time, maybe. Because what I do think I do at times, I think I look at Anthony Davis and LeBron and I might overrate the strength of the Lakers as a conglomerate because I'm like, yo, they're so top heavy with those two. It seems like they're such a great team, but then you get down into the mix of things. You're like, yo, when dudes like KCP are, are hitting shots. Okay. They're as strong as you think the Lakers can be, but them dudes don't, they, they don't hit shots. Yeah, they don't they, be they have shots. games where they do, you know what I'm saying? Because when they do, you notice it, and you're like, okay, this game is barely even a contest because you got Green, KCP, you got dudes like that hitting shots for them. But when they don't, it's a lot of heavy lifting from Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And the way the Heat play together, maybe they had a shot, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen either way at this point. So, um. Yeah. But then, then we gotta hear. Boys. Then we gotta spend. We gotta spend the next couple months with everybody like um, talking about LeBron's entire career um, all together because yeah. you know yeah. content they're gonna draw with that and it's uh, irritating. I'm I'm so tired of the Michael Jordan LeBron James thing, man. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I can't wait to the I can't I can't wait to the young boy from Michigan get in the league and make both of them irrelevant. Angry <laughs> man. Man, I I don't know what I can't wait for. I'm like, just I don't know. <laughs> yo, sports. Time. Yo, sports I won't say nothing drastic, but I, like, yo, people got me like, I love watching these dudes play. I'm one that can appreciate greatness. Of course, we do our compare and contrast, but to do it 24 seven, and then it only become about two players. Oh my god. <laughs> like, yo, Dev wrote a dissertation in all caps today on our Facebook page. <laughs> Because it's getting to the point, man. Like, you know. They, they robbed people, my man of his joy. They they, my yo, my joy been gone, dog. My joy been been gone. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Y'all remember. I was a young boy, happy as can be, when we started this. Like, man, I get to talk about what I love every day. Like, let's do this. Man, yeah, I man. hate talking to people about sports now, man. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I hate watching it's not people just talk sports, about sports. Though, it's man. anything, yo. It's anything, yo. <laughs> Cats be ready to gangbang over like sports, politics, religion, food. Like it used to be a thing where, 
you know, they say don't talk politics or religion. Now it's anything. Everything is religion now. Like people believe right. in things, you know, to the point and, where and, everything and, becomes And what religion. they don't realize, Jim, they're ready to do that because Bars. it's like Bars. a pull-off ritual. Do you everything realize how religion. much you got to be on something's jock? To be ready to, you Yo. know, to go at people the way people go at each other? Yo, I, 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 Yo, know, I can go on my show and say, that. what's a better coin, a dime or a nickel? And the cats will go up there and fight. Like, yo, I like and the people dime. Go, Yo, a nickel coin. I don't even like the shape of the size of that we, joint. Weak. Like, you're going to start dissing the nickel. Where we come from, Richard Richard riding and Richard eating is cardinal sin. But if you really look at where we are, yo. Everything is religion, and the vast majority of you MFers are idolaters, man. Y'all are idolaters. Yo, y'all soul is required in here, yo. Yo, (laughs) soul is required in here. Yo, but no, Jimmy is right. He can go on social media right now and get people to diss a nickel. He could. (laughs) He can get people to diss a nickel, sweat a dime, and vice versa. Yo, for... Like nickels and like nickels and dimes ain't been holding you down for your whole life. He yeah. can he can go right now and get two facets of people to argue to the death about <laughs> nickels and dimes. But see that also, but that also shows us like see because one of the things about like social media that's given us it exposes a lot of things. It brings out greatness. It, it brings out a lot of anger, evilness. But it exposes that most of us in life, first of all, none of us got it all together. And a lot of people in this world are just um, are lonely. They're lonely and bored. So this gives them an opportunity just to communicate with others. Like, you, you see what happens when they tell us they tell us to stay in a house for a couple of days and we lose it. Imagine if we didn't have social media, how bad that would be. I <laughs> know, oh, man. Anyway, let's move on. But man, fuck that dime. Um, let's go. <laughs> let's go to the quote of the week. You know, talk a little NFL before we take these calls. You know, before. Uh, Tobias come on and do his show uh, he, he probably got some of these Topics in his rundown So um, Quote of the week man The quote of, quote of the week comes from the great Metal Lark Lemon of the NFL A.K.A. Aaron Rodgers And Aaron Rodgers Was on the <laughs> He was doing an appearance on the Pat McAfee show And he was asked about His down years In his career So this is his quote. He said, every team is different. Every year is different. Circumstances in any year which allow you to have more success or make it more difficult for success just kind of depends on the situation. It does help being in the second year for sure. I feel a lot more comfortable. But I sometimes laugh when people talk about down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. (laughs) And then he ended it. Because the dude, the dude, Pat McAfee was cracking up. He was laughing. So Aaron Rodgers responded, it's just facts, bro. <laughs> That's going to be the new tagline. It's just facts, bro. Like, do any of y'all was, think Aaron Rodgers is lying? Things. Like, because we do talk about that. And a lot of times people talk about, no. yo, Aaron no. Rodgers just ain't the same. And then he throws no, three no, three no, touchdowns no. in a quarter. Yo, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, let, let, let me one. provide some week. context. I could provide some context to, to his statement and what that down year was. He had 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, seven picks in that down year. In that, down, that was the down year. 
I know QBs that <laughs> yeah. people argue to get in the Hall of Fame that ain't never thrown for 4,000 yards. But since they yeah, get all the credit and all the blame, a down year, all that means is the Packers probably didn't make the playoffs that year. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? <laughs> so so it's, it's a couple things to this, right? First of all, the way he was sitting when he said it made it hilarious. Because he was like lean back, like 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 he was ready to battle rap or something. I'm like, what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Like, <laughs> it's just even, facts, even bro. his posture, his posture <laughs> is saying it was crazy, but he's right. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, he's a little defensive too. Like, because the way he said it, and the way it came off, sounded like he's a little bothered by what people are saying. But I also remember that he's Aaron Rodgers, who always has a chip on his shoulder. My man is still human? mad at the Niners for not drafting him. Bothered he's by yeah, he's still embarrassed for sitting in that green room that damn long. Yeah, he's still embarrassed for the green room. Like he'll never get over that, and that's part of what makes him who he is. Like to the point where I saw people in Green Bay, right, who were saying that, "Yo, the reason the Packers drafted a quarterback was just to motivate him because they wanted to piss him off." Like, so he's clearly <laughs> an emotional cat. But um, it was it was just funny. It was hilarious. Um, Listen, I got I got a. I got another down year for Aaron Rodgers. 2018, he threw for 4,442 yards. That's actually the second highest total of his career. He had 26, I'm excuse me, 25 interceptions. I'm I'm sorry, I'm tripping. 25 touchdowns, two interceptions. But yeah, the Green Bay Packers only went six nine and one. First of all, how do you Mm -hmm. go six nine and one and your quarterback only threw two interceptions? I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers has a reputation for throwing the rock away before he put it in harm's way too much. <laughs> but, yeah. but two interceptions, and y'all go 6-9-1, like he kind of left it to where, like, yo, y'all can't blame me. <laughs> I yeah, threw but, two picks but, this year. But it's context to that, too. That, and I guess that's what he was trying to communicate because there were a couple coaching changes, offensive coordinator changes everything that happened in between then, and that's what he meant by second year because, remember, like, you know, they're adjusting to a new system, a new scheme. When he mm-hmm. was a particular scheme for the majority of his career, um, you know, they're relying more on the run and a lot of the he, pass he, action now. He, but he, he finally game, got a running back. Game manager. Oh, yeah, yeah little, crazy little part dude. Is, nice. If you remember week one, I was in our group chat in week one. I was like, yo, did Aaron Rodgers finally fall off? Because the first half of that game, he looked like <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> Then he threw like three TDs in one quarter. That's quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I was like, yo, I was like, maybe he just maybe wasn't no preseason, so he's just getting warmed up because I've never seen something like that. Now go apologize. Now go apologize. Oh no, Jimmy apologized that day in the group chat. I was like, yo, because obviously he heard him in the group chat, so just apologize. I was like, yo, he was thinking. You know, Aaron. Yo, you know, Aaron was listening. He was reading. He in the group. Probably was. He probably was, but I'm like, yo, he definitely was thinking it up, but then he came back and looked like the greatest quarterback i ever seen in my life. So, I mean, he he's an all-time great. It is what it is. Man, I would love to do a versus Aaron Rodgers versus Brett Favre to see if anybody had the audacity to pick Brett Favre so I could smack <laughs> their mother. Yo! <laughs> yo, I, I, take that as, I take that as Jimmy acknowledging Brett Favre's greatness and even compare him to the guy. So, that's uh, no, I mean... Quick, quick I know, I know reversal, quick rewind to the last topic. Um, shout out to Casey Mack in the uh, chat. He's in the game time group. He said, um, look at the plus minus in this series. He said AD was a plus 17 in the last game, and LBJ was a minus two. He's like, that might decide the MVP since their numbers are so close. 
No, what's going to decide the MVP no, is LeBron the fact that boy name is LeBron James. That's what's <laughs> going to decide the MVP. Um, also, also, we got um, we got some some breaking news in the chat Damn, I was about to, as well. I was just ready to hit from, that. Oh, okay, from the from the boy Miz. There has been a schedule change. The Broncos versus the Patriots is moving from Sunday to early Monday night. Now, this is probably something they like, Jim. I think they probably was digging that two Monday night game format. So it's going to be their excuse to move games to Monday night uh, moving forward. Um, but, yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick, man. COVID talk is about spreading like wildfire. In the NFL, I mean, you had the whole situation last week with the Titans, the Titans and Steel. The, the Titans, is, when you add up the players and the staff, what are they up to? About like 22 people in the organization that tested positive for COVID. So they moved yeah, the Titans-Steelers so game. They gave them a bye last week, and they moved that game to week seven, I believe. Now, this is my question to you guys. Like, this is football. How how much shifting can they do? In the schedule, because if you have to keep doing that, like football is not basketball or baseball where you could play two and three games a week. So you, so you're going to run out of bye weeks. Like the Tennessee Titans, yep. they don't have a bye anymore. So even if you hit them one time where they got to do a Thursday nighter, and I don't know, whatever they're going to do, you can't keep doing this with football. So at some point, if this keeps spreading like it is, the, the season is going to get shut down like we said it was going to when they said they were going to have one. Um, my over-under was week six. I had them being gone by week six. Uh, we're starting week five tonight, and we already have another game that's being shifted back at least a day to get more testing involved. So what do you guys think about this whole thing? I'm going to push, I'm gonna push, uh, I'm gonna push to week eight. I'm going to say mm-hmm. that they'll, they'll last the week eight, they, you know, because, they, because they're going to keep trying until they can't reschedule yeah, they, anymore, right? Yeah, they can't I get possibly. Because yeah, it's, it's not about caring about the players because it's not like you're going to say, all right, they're going to oh, shut it down week six because too many people got Jerry, it. Jerry, they're Jerry, not going to shut it Jones, down until they can't reschedule games anymore. Jerry, Jerry Jones Man. don't care if a, if a fan die or a player dies. <laughs> you know, and we keep playing. If they got a show. If they gotta make this eight on eight, they gonna finish this season, dog. They gonna they don't care how many people how many people die. See, seven, you know what the the best seven. part about it is for them though, fellas, is the fact that most stadiums don't have fans, so it's not like they have the the refund problem and people buying tickets mm-hmm. and then you got to do this and do that. That's you know you can throw games around as much as you want until you have dudes out here trying to play football two and three times in a week and they out there dying. Like, this is not a game that was meant to be long played twice a week. You know what I mean? So Season's going to be long as hell. I mean, they can go ahead and shut it down now. They shut it down now, and, you know, my Philadelphia Eagles will celebrate another division title at 1-2-1. One, and one. Yo, the NFC East is so trash. It's so trash. Yo, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's so trash, it's man. It's embarrassing, man. So, we talked earlier – you know, before the season started, we were kind of asking who has to get it for them to just shut it down. Um, we know Cam Newton had it. You know, I, people kind of made a big deal out of that. I'm like, 
Y'all must don't realize what the NFL actually thinks of Cam Newton right now if y'all think Cam Newton is going to shut the league down. Um, But his team, after he got diagnosed, his team went into Kansas City to play the champs. Y'all know in the the chat, you know, when I was talking to uh, Savad and Casey Mack, all the Chiefs fans, I kept harping on the fact that the Chiefs need to flex their championship power and find a way to get this game canceled, postponed, or forfeited instead of letting this team who had a COVID-positive player come into your stadium. Now we find out after the game that Stephon Gilmore, their all-pro cornerback, has tested positive for COVID. There's a shot from Monday night after the game where Stephon Gilmore is hugging their star quarterback, their $500 million man in New York, the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, and talking closely. I don't know if he was giving them encouragement or whatever, but he was talking closely in his face. So can he be the guy? Or if he gets it, will they still just roll the truck over Patrick Mahomes and keep going? Yeah, they're going to roll. How how gangster is the NFL is what I'm asking you. Brady... If it ain't Brady, maybe Rodgers. I don't even think that the NFL care about Brady like that no more. For what? No, not no more. Pat Mahomes Patrick is Mahomes the moneymaker right it. now. Brady, that's it. Legend. That's it. It's Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and they don't care about nobody else. Brady's supposed to retire anyway, so they don't care about Brady. Yo, they don't <laughs> even care about Lamar Jackson, and he the MVP. <laughs> you know, they no, they definitely him. don't care about that little running ass thing. <laughs> but can make a million. <laughs> Yo, word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, I don't know, man. They they gotta find a way to get a get a hold of this, man. Because like I said, this is not the sport where you can go backloading a bunch of games like you can in baseball. But um, I know for Chiefs fan, that was just a scary sight to see that after they found out that Stephon Gilmore actually had it. The crazy part about it is when they flew to Kansas City. The Patriots took two different planes. They put 20 people on a plane that they think may have been around Cam Newton. <laughs> it was like the Cam plane, the Soul plane. And then the the rest of the team, you know, flew on another plane. Like, what was that going to do if once you got there, everybody was going to reconvene in the locker room anyway? So, I, like, I don't <laughs> – it seemed like the stuff that they do is just for show. Like, are you really trying to – we're going to separate the planes, but then I, I see y'all in the locker room. Dead. And then I yeah, see y'all out on the NFL. field. Yeah, the NFL you know, has been doing like. things for optics forever. Like, it, it, right. it's nothing yeah. about, like, you're saying like you're surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm just like, how dumb do y'all think we are? I mean, then maybe they're right. Like, people are dumb. I mean, we are. Wrong people. I mean, we are. About it. Yeah, because there's probably a lot of people out there, like, after I said that, like, oh, man, I ain't even think of that. I ain't. I thought that was cool. <laughs> like it, it made no sense. It was a waste of jet fuel. In my fuel. experience, talking to NFL <laughs> a waste fans, of jet fuel. They, they just didn't want to hang with, with the the Negroes that was playing Yo, the hippity hop. Cats want they football. Cats don't care. Cats don't care if everybody got COVID. They want them out there playing. Like yeah. I if they don't Cam feel Newton sick. They put up a play. post. Cam put up a post talking about everybody wear your mask and social socially distance. And somebody was in there dissing him. Like, Yo, you saw you you an NFL player. You supposed to play with that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. When dude was like, he called him a snowflake or something. Like, yeah, you know, man, I, I used to like you until this. So, I, you know, I guess that's one of those <laughs> anti-maskers. <laughs> the 
who who politicized <laughs> wearing a mask, man. I don't understand Americans, man. I don't understand Americans, man. It's the it's the the people who've never been oppressed that tries to make things up to be oppressed about. You trying to make Yo. me wear a mask for my own safety so I won't die? Oh hell no! Like what? They were actually I trying to, to do stuff to <laughs> us so that we would die. Like that's oppression. Like they are oppressed because they're trying to save your dumbass life. Listen, man. Uh, uh, Americans have too much freedom. They don't. They don't like being told what to do. <laughs> don't tell me nothing. All right. So uh, Texans finally can Jim O'Brien. I'm Jim O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Um, I don't know why I said finally, but I don't know. It just seemed like he'd been on the hot seat even when they were winning division titles. I've just never really been impressed by him, so I wasn't surprised by the move. But after an 0-4 start, after giving Deshaun Watson, you know, after pulling the Brinks truck truck up to his crib and making trades that have you without a first-round pick for a while, I guess they were down on his job performance considering he was the GM and the head coach. Watching Watching his play call, Play calling has been atrocious. Like it's been really atrocious. I had put something on Sunday in the group chat. Like, yo, what is my man doing? Like, somebody, I was about to say that's something like, that you you noticed that way before it was popular to notice it though. Like yeah, you said like, it on several that? occasions. Like, yo, I've been watching the Texans. Like, what the hell, Bill O'Brien be doing? Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't know what. And all people say, point I, to I is well, like they won four division titles. Well, the division was yeah, and the crazy part is, so it was that. That's one thing. Like his play calling has been atrocious. They have the highest payroll in the NFL. So, how do you trade away your best player and you still got the highest payroll in the NFL? That makes no sense. Um, <laughs> and no picks. Him and JJ Watt. No, they pay well. Watt, you they you should them, have uh, picks control. just because you traded away your best player. Like you should have yeah. some picks yeah. from that. He got them. He got them in a bad spot. So I mean, this is surprising. Like. Uh, the way he coached last game, I thought he was going to get fired, like, during the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so that's that's crazy. Like I said, that division has been kind of ass up until last year. So, you know, people, they're going to point to the fact that they've won four division titles under his watch. Um, I hear what the real nail in his coffin was, though, was the fact that he and J.J. Watt had a heated exchange <clears throat> during a recent practice, you know, before he got fired. Now, J.J. Watt might finally be falling off. He still had, he still shows uh, flashes from from time to time, but, you know, most of it is injury-related. The boy, he, he's basically not what he once was, but he's a hero in that city. So at this point, he's been so good on that team, and he's such a hero to that city, you think, man, he had a heated exchange with with JJ and he was already he roll, in the dog. hot seat. That was probably all she wrote. <laughs> he a hero in the You gotta get out of here, B. Yeah, he he saved us. He saved the city. I mean, that's what they would tell you. But um, can't 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 have heated exchanges with JJ. Um, not now at least. So uh, shout out to Bill O'Brien. I'm pretty sure he'll bounce back. He'll be somebody's uh, coordinator probably pretty soon. But the crazy part is, though, you know, like Jimmy said, like the play calling and stuff, like would he serve anybody well at this point as a coordinator? He might have to go back to college. He might have to go, go back to college and get a or, or go back to Bill. Everybody's everybody's successful under Bill, the other Bill. That's true. Belichick. 
Um, yeah. All right. So one more thing before we take some calls, man. I wanted to ask you guys about this. Dwayne Haskins <laughs> has been benched in Washington. And yeah. a lot of people are crying foul. Like, uh, B. Austin and I, since we've lived in the area for a while, and Jimmy too, we, we have – we're in some Washington sports group, so we get to kind of see what the fans feel about this. And they're they're kind of perturbed about it. I don't think anybody is banging the drum for them like they were for RG3, but there's a call of we're kind of tired of this and the organization not giving people what they think is a fair chance. In this case, now, if you are in any of our chats, you would know that I think Dwayne Haskins is ass. I argue with some of my Washington friends and neighbors on draft night when he was drafted, telling them, like, y'all are, like, why are y'all so excited about this pick? Boy, it's not that good. Like, you know, he had one decent year in college. I don't think you've seen enough to think this is going to translate to the NFL. So I really never thought he was as great as advertised. At least my beef wasn't the fact that they drafted him. It was kind of where they drafted him. I'm like, you might have been able to wait on that pick. You know what I mean? So, at this point, though, four games into your second season, your team is still trash. I mean, you have a new coaching staff, which might be the key right there. But do y'all think it's fair, even though we've seen this dude in action, do y'all think it's fair for him to be benched already? Hell no. There's no there's – no reason, although um, cancer-fighting Ron Rivera came out and said, yo, I'm trying to win now, and see, like, I don't and really, I don't have see, time that, and to That's one of the keys, right. too, B. You, when you play in the NFC lease, you get false hope. Like, they don't mm-hmm. realize, like, even though the division is still that bad, you're still battling to be the worst team in it. They got a win yeah. on opening day, and they thought everything was everything. And now that, you know, the division leader is 1-2-1, one, and one, they thinking, all right, we got a chance. We win six games. We're in the fight in this division. And I think that had a big, big, you know, thing to do with it. I think yeah, the it, same it, it, reason it did, it did. that they're benching this dude is the same reason that the Eagles won't consider benching Carson Wentz. And I'm not saying I think Carson Wentz should be benched, but for the people who've been calling for that, I think for the same reasons they won't bench him because – they feel that he's their best option in a season where it might be you don't have to win that much to grab the division. You, you On the other yeah, hand, they're like, we got a young quarterback. We got some veterans behind them that might give us a better chance instead of grooming this dude. But, come on, y'all suck, man. They, they should know, be grooming this quarterback right now. No, nah, they they can be. Or, um, or at least making think, sure that he's I, I think it's going to take it's going to take some time for him to develop. So the fact that he is ass cheeks is independent of the way he's being treated. So he's being treated in a manner that's not fair, especially considering where you drafted him. You're, it's a, it becomes a wasted pick. Now, the thing, the thing with this is, for me personally, you know, when it comes to teams outside of the Eagles, I just, I'm looking at it for the novelty. So since he's benched, how much closer does that get us to seeing a man with a bionic leg Take your feet. <laughs> I'm trying to see the Alex crazy Smith. part is he's been benched. Alex. He's been benched 
and he's not even the backup. So basically, he's not even going to be dressing. Alex Smith is the backup now. So they put a one-legged dude who hadn't played football in two years over him. I'm like, how Mm -hmm. bad is this dude in practice? Because the funny thing is, against the best defense they've played, the Ravens, and these are just stats, you also have to take in consideration the context of the game situation. But he got benched after giving one of the best defenses in the league 314 yards, a 90 passer rating on 71% completions. He was, he was it's like they off. wanted to bench him because they mentioned it before that game. They said, you know, if he doesn't that, that play was, well, this might be that, it for that, him. That, but he that, actually went out and played that, okay. So you had to go back on your words. You expected him to play bad because it was the best defense he, he saw. He that, that, right. That's your point about the management, though. If that management team didn't draft him, so they're already they're looking right. for an excuse or a reason to get him up out of there, as opposed to grooming him for the next step. And and Ron, he's so busy with you know with his chemo and his radiation, he's just like, look, I'm trying to live, and if this ball is gonna cause me stress, I'm not trying to live through <laughs> stress. So let me throw Dude. him on the bench. But he's not. It, it it really harkens back to the history that this team has, recent history. Going back to Aaron Rodgers' draft class with Jason Campbell. If you remember, Jason Campbell did not get a fair shake. It, it, it was it was ridiculous what he, he went was through. Too, in, in the, he, he was. He couldn't close his mouth at all. That's the thing. That First of all, they draft bad quarterbacks, but they yeah, don't they give them a chance after they draft them. And, and much because, like you said, half the time the coach that drafted them is not the one that's in here trying to put the, the dude on the bench. So they switch coaches so much that they always run into these type of problems. You know what I mean? But the crazy part, is it makes it makes Rivera and them look crazy because they threatened it after two mediocre performances. He actually had a good statistical game against the best defense that they faced. No touchdowns, but no interceptions. They were trailing the whole time, so the yardage might be a, a factor of, you know, we're behind, so we have to throw – Maybe Baltimore wasn't playing their best defense because it was pretty much an easy contest. But still, the numbers in that game do not lend itself to the threat that you made. So it's like at least you got to give them another week. You got to give them another chance to stink it up for you to even look credible in this situation. Now it's 100% evident to anybody watching that you were going to pull the, the plug no matter what happened. So – but, but you know, it's something to it because there's some people out there that are saying, man, there's nothing to that, man. You know, people saying that the black quarterbacks don't get the same chance. It's 100% evident. Even if you think the dude is not good, as I don't, he shouldn't be benched right now. This only is thing not I'm a good team. Only, only thing, he only should thing be playing this out. Conversation, only thing I'm going to add to this conversation is that I watched Sam Donald play the first couple of weeks, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Right. Right. I mean, and, and different teams got the right to do what they do, but the fans can't be running around acting like it's not a thing. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, look, we respect the one-legged bionic quarterback now because he was given so many damn chances to even become decent. Alex Smith yeah. was trash when he started playing. He was He had yeah. big expectations being the number one pick in a draft with Aaron Rodgers and was 
pretty much trash for a long time. No. And no, was giving they, they given gave, enough chances him, to become yeah, a decent they, quarterback. They gave him so many chances and so much support. You could honestly argue that for the amount of chances and the amount of support he received, he actually should be better than he turned out to be. He turned out to be a good, good to very good quarterback, but he wasn't. He wasn't worth the effort that they put into him. They ain't giving yeah. my man Haskins no, no. And but then he's also turning out to be the bridge quarterback. He so so that puts him in a category where you're where you're like, <laughs> you're just like a step above. Bradford at this point, like Alex Smith is the guy who's not going to lose you the game. You know how we the cliches start coming out. He's not going to lose you the game, um, and sometimes with his legs he can even win you the game. But at the same time, well, we don't know. We don't while, know what he can listen, do with his legs. But listen, right at the now. same time, while playing well, Kaepernick took his spot and played and started in the Super Bowl. At the same time, while playing well, Andy Reid drafted Pat Mahomes. Alex Smith, I don't know if y'all remember on this show, we talked about at the halfway point of that season, of, of Mahomes' rookie season while he was sitting, we were saying Alex Smith was league MVP. Yeah. And Andy Reid still said, yeah, yeah, it's still your last year here, Holmes. Like, <laughs> he's the bridge quarterback. He comes to Washington, they draft another first-round quarterback. So he's the bridge guy. And he's gotten so many chances to be that. I'm not saying that Dwayne Haskins will even become as good as Alex Smith, but at least Alex Smith got the chance to become Alex Smith. Y'all, make sure Dwayne Haskins is ass that will never be any better than – he'll never get any higher than lower Uh-oh. back. More breaking. <laughs> More breaking. Yo, the, uh, the Titans-Bills game that was scheduled for Sunday just got moved to Tuesday at 6 p.m., as long as there are no more positive tests. And the Bills-Chiefs game was switched from next Thursday to Sunday. But, you know, there's rumors. So who are they going to throw on Thursday? Nobody or somebody got destroyed? Yo, there's so much stuff moving around right now, cuz, that I don't even know what's going on, cuz. Like, what's this going to do for fantasy? It's it's nuts right now. All right. Let's go to the phone lines, man. Um, We got the homie Rob calling in from California. Tobias probably mad. He probably thought he was first. <laughs> Rob beat you to it. What up, Rob? What's going on, man? You. Hello? Rob. Hello, <laughs> man. Hello? 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 What's up? Yo, what's up? Your boy Rob, a.k.a. Oh, yo, and yo, they Make call me the janitor. If she make a mess, I clean up with my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, boy, big Rob, a.k.a. Snick in the boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you knocking down Rob, the janitor where? right now? Because you in a real hollow room. So I believe Rob, you if you say that. Where are you at right well, now? I'm the, Please oh, don't I'm be good. taking this I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm good, man. I just... I just want to say what's up. I'll call back in. I'll call back in a few minutes. I'm going to buy to get the airtime because I need to air, some, air something out. So, yeah, I'll call back in a minute. <laughs> no doubt. And, uh, and, uh, Die. Yo. All right, peace. Cool. Yeah, we, we call Rob taking a, a grumpy. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't talk right now. Cody in the bathroom. Let's, let's go out to Arizona then. We got the homie Tobias waiting. <laughs> 
Yo, Tobias. He got me waiting uh, behind that, man. Rob's bowels. <laughs> Rob's bowels saved you a good five minutes of, of nonsense. <laughs> you got me waiting behind that. See, Dad, that's what I'm talking about. So the, so the black man moved, moved to the suburbs to get a coat back. You don't know nobody now. <laughs> Tobias, like, man, I don't care what order it is on that switchboard. Put me in front of that oh, dude. Yeah, put me in, coach. <laughs> oh. But here's a so here's I know a you gotta get it off quick, pause because your uh, Buccaneers play tonight. <laughs> Unless oh. they get some positives before the oh yeah yo yeah quick question, the question before you get started should I give Gronk a chance tonight? Nah, bro, because I did hey, pick up a dog, backup because you know you Dallas got it is hurt. I got um Eric Ebron from the Steelers. He plays the Eagles. The Eagles usually give up the the cat to tight ends. So bro, my plan is to go with Ebron. And the algorithm playing also with, says Ebron. Playing with Gronk in fantasy, you're going to end up with the same result as a woman who dates feature. That's all I got to say. Don't do it. He's Gronk, still, Gronk, like his as far as fantasy is concerned, this dude is basically still retired. His high yeah. game was three, yeah, yeah. three points. Hey, can we be yeah. honest about Gronk for a second? Yo, we were honest about him when they picked him up out of retirement. I, I know. <laughs> Bucs fans are like, oh, my God. But his, you know, the funny part is Chase Daniel must be his agent because that dude pulled an all-time for them to get that $10 million. Uh, You know. Oh, Chase Daniel. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah, I know why. And, and Bill Belichick was like, yeah, go ahead. Trade us some stuff yeah. for this bowl if you want. Hey, they asked Belichick about, hey, did you send Gilmore out to poison um, Mahomes? Belichick was like, hey. On the Cincinnati, that's all he had to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say yeah, like yeah, give him a hug, hug him, tell him how great he is. So it calls on him when Mahomes get hurt. I mean, when he get when he tests positive, what's that going to be called? COVID gate. Hey, <laughs> gonna be, COVID yeah, gate. For the <laughs> Plate gate, COVID gate, spy gate. Yeah, smut, smut gate with their owner. <laughs> yeah. But man, you guys talk about like the NBA. <laughs> you guys are talking about the NBA finals, right? You guys are right. I saw Dev lose his mind, man. Even poor old Rob got mad, got tired of it, man. And, uh, <laughs> 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 Rob lost it. It was hilarious. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but, he and Court been calling each other names online all day. <laughs> you know, like. You know, Jimmy's right about LeBron slowing down, but people will get mad when you say that because they think you're saying he sucks. No, I'm not saying he's a bad player. It's that he ain't the same guy, but that's perfectly okay because he's 35 years old. Um, Tobias, LeBron slowing down is the same thing Aaron Rodgers just said to other people. Me slowing down is career yeah. years for other superstars. Yeah, because yeah, it's just facts, people, bro. Yeah, those facts, bro. Yeah, yeah, because people pay it to like the last dance, for example. I remember as a fan. At 35, Michael wasn't the same guy, but he was still dropping 30. It wasn't the same way he was 26. You know, it's because right. what happens you, when you slow down athletically, that's when the other parts of your game take over. And LeBron's brain is so underrated of how, how smart of a player he's become. But Rondo is a big kid. Cause I hear all these hot take artists, Nick Wright. Uh, kept talking about why are you playing Rondo. Now you see why you playing Rondo. LeBron doesn't have to be the point guard all game long. Rondo can defend the little guy. He's a he's a you know he's a very smart player. 
and people just think they think it's all fantasy basketball, but no, Rondo's played a bigger part as anything. And if he didn't show up to that bubble, they probably won't be won't win it because he has been very important. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, and because who who didn't show up? Uh, Avery, Avery Bradley. Bradley. Who was who like would you stuff. know? He's a good piece for the Lakers, but. You know, Rondo definitely stepped up. Very Contavious Caldwell Pope gets those minutes. He's very inconsistent, but he hustles. He I, I can't say he's not playing any defense. And then if he is making shots, it just makes them really hard to beat. But yeah, it's just the wrong yeah. team facing him, man. I don't yeah. want to disrespect the Heat because they play harder than any team in the league. But they just don't they have, don't have enough Yo. yet, man. Yeah, they don't have it yet. Does Avery get a ring, even though he ain't show up? Ask Ron. Ron's probably <laughs> hot about it. Hey, you need to ask Ron. He's going to get a ring around you know where when he gets home in, like, in a day or so. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, cause I was watching that game right the last heat game. Jimmy Butler, if I was his coach, they son, you got to shoot. I don't care if AD's on you or not. You got to take those jumpers. You can't be looking around for Duncan Robinson and a 20-year-old Tyler Hero. You got to take it. Make That's miss. the thing. You gotta go. Jimmy Butler is is the in the flow type of player until, you know, like the last half of the fourth quarter. That's the really. That's really the only time. I'm not talking about this now. I'm just talking about overall. That's, that's the only the time you really see Jimmy being assertive and being that superstar that we always say, like, yo, Jimmy thinks he's more than what we think he is. He turns into that. And then, you know, at the end of the fourth quarter, and he did that for a whole game in game three. But you're right. Like, it seems like there's a lot of times where he's trying to force the ball to Duncan Robinson. And Duncan Robinson, as soon as he touches it, he takes any shot. He takes the shot whether it's there or not. Like, his job is to force three-pointers. Yo, so if I see Jimmy, ultimate green light. Right. If I see Jimmy get to the bucket – be right under the rim and toss the ball back to the three point line to Duncan Robinson for a dumb shot again, man. I don't care how great of a player Anthony Davis is. No seven footer should be checking a six six two guard like that and not and the two guards get to shoot. That that it, it, it like to me that's mentality. I'm not knocking Jimmy because I wish the Bulls would have traded him. Listen, man, let let Anthony Davis get his legendary stat. That, that's part of him. That's part of him turning into a legend. You know, when you do things on the biggest stage, it gets yeah. exaggerated. Wait till you wait till people start talking about him doing that five years from now. They're going to exaggerate oh, yeah. it so much. They're going to say Jimmy went from scoring forty to scoring like so you know two points down. a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but man. he did Why? shut him down, but he slowed him down. Yeah, because you know he he, he yeah, turned watch, Jimmy watch into how, more of a passer. How, Jimmy should know by now. After game three, you got to know what you got to do. Even in that game, though, he had thirteen sounds, assists. Yeah, thirteen assists. Watch how it's going to sound five years from now. Five years from now, it's going to sound completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it like these debate, like uh, the whole uh, goat debate. Uh, is prime example. Prime example. Man, they switched Scottie Pippen to Magic, and he shut him down. That joint was over. Yo, Magic scored 19 points in game one, and, and 10 of them were from the foul line. <laughs> like, everybody exaggerated the hell out the of game. that whole scenario. It already put Pippen on. Yo, I went probably two months ago because we were in the quarantine. I had nothing better to do. 
and people kept you know, per- perpetuating that crap. I went play by play <laughs> in that whole. I did a film session on that game, and like, like even at the time, like I could, I always told people like, "Yo, you're exaggerating that," but I didn't even know the exaggeration was as bad as I found out it was when I did the game play by play. I'm like, yo, Magic didn't do anything to Michael Jordan. The only thing, when he went to the foul line, most of those was, you know, Mike was fouling him. But it wasn't like, I'm fouling you because I can't guard you. It, it just what happened. Magic and, and that, has the ball in his hands all the time, and Mike was guarding him. So when Magic decided to go to the hole or something like that, Mike was handy. <laughs> you know what? And, and I hate that like, the debate became so tiresome because they started tearing people down. Let's see, you know, somehow Magic and Isaiah were 45 when Mike played them. Uh, now they're saying, oh, because this guy won three championships with three all these different coaches in these different teams. Dude, players back in the day, like even 10 years ago, they just stuck around and they rebooted the team around them. And, uh, hey, it is not knocking the guy, but damn, can we stop making up stats? <laughs> we just say, hey, do you think this guy's Yo, a better ball player somebody, or not? Somebody came to our page yesterday. And preface, he disclaimed himself as a rational fan because he was like, man, Jordan fans are so irrational. I was like, everybody in this argument are – no, he said LeBron haters are so irrational. I was like, everybody on either side of this godforsaken argument argument are irrational. So he threw the disclaimer, I'm not, I can be reasoned with. And then his next post, he said LeBron has a record of 101 when leading in the fourth quarter of playoff games. Who cares? I was like, dude, you just disqualified yourself from being reasonable, Doug. You just came out here and just pulled a stat out of the crack of your ass. Yo, I thought somebody go with his neck. He He said 101 when leading in the fourth quarter of playoff games. It could be 10. LeBron could have 60 rings by now. He got 101 and you're three and six in the front. Yo, you should be LeBron should have – come on, man. Bill it, Russell no team's probably 101. That's but, probably who he was reading about and just but see, this, that's, that's put LeBron's so name in the whole Is it the start of the fourth quarter or 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter, three-tenths of a second in the fourth I'm quarter? I about to say, with, and, and that's the thing. For LeBron, they would make a stat like that, though. With three seconds yeah. left in the fourth quarter, LeBron is 101 – 101 <laughs> when leading with three seconds left in the fourth quarter. Dude just said leading in the fourth quarter. So you know yeah. right there that it was there's yeah. nobody and, uh, in the history of the, the league football. that's 101 that has that kind of ratio just by having a lead at any point in the fourth quarter. Hey, if I, if I touch on this football real quick, I was, they asked Zeke who he think was a goat, but you already know what his answer is. But uh, <laughs> 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 you already know. <laughs> Those two are like Tom and Jerry on site. But, uh, <laughs> but and by the way, if I get a football day, we talk about he had nothing to do with quarantine. Don't you got like five kids at home, man? You got huh? a bunch of kids, man. You should be raising your – you got all these kids at home, man. Huh? And I don't know how many you got. Huh? I know you got a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> More than me, man. But ain't, football, ain't right? Own, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you changed the locks yet, man. But – uh. <laughs> you know, I, I was two five year olds upstairs by themselves right now. Yeah, they have already got them independent. <laughs> 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 hey, they have like if you can walk, you can make your own sandwich. 
Go ahead. <laughs> but football. Do whatever you want to do, right? just don't make noise. They probably burning <laughs> the damn house now. You know what? This coronavirus. This corona NFL, right? One, Alabama playing Saturday. You know, y'all, y'all let y'all know that you know going off by the hits right now. Uh, and next week after that, Georgia high flying top five team, talking a lot of smack. The only thing I got to say to Georgia fans is winter is coming. That's all I got to say to them. Um, <laughs> Tell them bet, bet the mortgage. Tell them hey, bet the mortgage. Already, right. if you see that, that quarterback ain't ready. But anyway, I actually think these networks, like y'all said, I said like to a buddy of mine the other day, they probably like it, these, these, these reschedules. Hey, we can put another game on Monday night and the whole country could watch. Instead no, it, of like being reshoot. It's not bad for fans. It's just unrealistic yeah. that they're going to be able to keep that up. Yo, if we yep. get a if we get Sunday games, we getting Thursday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday this week. Like, oh, shit, I'm cool with that. You know, you know, the problem <laughs> is they didn't lean on themselves any wiggle around with the schedule because everything was still tight as it was back to like the traditional schedule. They should have like added a couple more weeks to the to the season just in case some of the Tennessee oh, Titans break protocol. That's Leonard Fournette. Yo. I thought that was a, I thought that was a defensive lineman. They're oh. showing Leonard Fournette working out before the game in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, and I but thought he always was a defensive lineman. But he always hurt. Oh, I thought you about to Just, thought go you about figure. He had, that, he had that germ. Nah, he, yeah. he look a little he look a little out of shape right now. I, mean, I already know yeah. Leonard Fournette is a big running Leonard back. But he look a little out of shape right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a D tackle. I'm like, why are they throwing him the ball? Why are you catching? <laughs> oh, hey, that's the running back. Speaking of that, right? Hey, I'm surprised Anthony Lynn ain't got fired yet. Probably because he said Justin Herbert the starter, which he kept his job. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I'm like, dude, does Tyrod date your daughter or something? I'm like, bro, he lo- he's going down the ship with Tyrod, the dude who's scared to throw the football. Now, uh, I don't care if he's going to sue. Just cut him a check and say, look here, man, it's over. But, Uh-oh. Breaking Uh-oh. news. I don't even know if it's real, um, but people are saying it was leaked, so they're not sure if it was real. And I'm looking at it on something called Deadline Hollywood. And it, it starts, it says, prep, do not publish until the news crosses. So they weren't supposed to publish it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, And the person, whoever published it, copied and posted that part of the message. It says, Vice President Mike Pence, Test positive for coronavirus eight days after Donald Trump. <laughs> Yo! So if it comes out later, then we know this leak. Somebody just couldn't wait to get it out, and it's real. So we'll, hey, we'll see. All I know until, is that it's, it's, it's their super spreader event. <laughs> until it's on Twitter. Right. Hey, I mean, this, this is from Twitter. I wonder that fly that landed on his head was the fly the back to sock man, from the Ninja and Turtles. This, uh, the people who tweeted, he got a blue check. I don't know if that means anything. Blue check people Uh-oh. lie all the time. Shout out to hey, you know Trump. what? But like, yeah, like, um, you know what? And I say this one thing before I go, Dave. You can say what you want. You say you will get to the call twenty minutes earlier. So hey, I don't want to hear it from you right <laughs> now. Hey, but you know, I hear, I hear these white ringers. These I call them white ringers. If you know what I mean. Uh, they keep talking the NBA. These the declining rate. Call social media, social messages. One. If Aunt racism offends you, we don't need your ass anyway. Um, <laughs> black folks, 
hey, black people, we, both of us don't even care for the symbolism in the first place. But How about these to say, people, stuff that they doing means nothing to us. Yeah, these right people don't court. watch the NBA anyway. Let's just be honest about it. They don't watch it anyway. And it's How a many black matchup. people got shot by the cops while Black Lives Matter was on the NBA court? Thank <laughs> you. Like, and, it don't matter. And it's not even a good matchup. People is a mm-hmm. the reason, part of the reason I think the NBA raises tank. One, because all this stuff's going on. Like, you know, the oh, to, it's, a, it's a saturated market. But also, it's a foregone conclusion. That's, that's no suspense. We know the Lakers are going to blow these guys out. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just it by kinda, how many it, games. It, it, it was. It was kind of it was kind of looking at the top heavy nature of the matchup, LeBron yeah. and AD versus the dude that don't comb his hair and a white boy named Tyler Hero. That's it. I mean, it, it was nah, we we cool. We know who's going to win. That's a good point. Yeah. And then also it's our ratings. People, like I know Jimmy. Like Jimmy's always they get off these small markets. Like you got two markets in New York and Chicago with huge fan bases and people and those things suck. And a lot of people may only just watch their team. And if your team stinks, you're not as excited to watch anybody else a lot of times. You got to right. stop. They should, take, they, should take, they should take Milwaukee, just move them a couple blocks over and let them be Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, because these small markets, I'm sorry, it's nice stories and all, but how many folks you see wear a Memphis Grizzly hat? Or Oklahoma City hat? <laughs> you know, you don't. Yeah, the people in Sacramento like the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, All right, man. You, but, hey, you, you know we're trying to load manage the hey, last half an hour, man. Get out of here. If he likes your kids, if he your kids, dear. Y'all <laughs> have a great day, man. I think about it. All right. All right <laughs> Roll tide. Roll damn tide. All right, man. So, uh, those are your, your hot topics, man. And of course, before we get into why y'all are on the grind, I just want to let you guys know, as usual, as always, you can check out our website at worldroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak with us about any of today's topics before we get out of here, you can dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline real quick. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1. If you want to holler, you can also join us in the By the Hood chat room brought to you by By the Hood University. If you've always wanted to learn about the stock market and how to make your money work for you but haven't been able to do so, it's not your fault. This information was not taught in in school, at least not when we were in school, but the info was imperative. And If you want to create wealth and leave a legacy, this is what you do. Warroom Sports is partnered with By the Hood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest, and possible financial freedom. So go to our website and click on the Buy the Hood logo at the bottom of our homepage or on our Sponsors and Partners page to get started. Use the promo code WRS, all caps, and receive 15% off everything on the Buy the Hood website. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, so do it now. Jimmy, let these people know what happened this week while they were on the grind. So we can get yes, out of here and sir. get a grub. Why, you already know, man. It is time to get out of here. Yo, why you on the grind is brought to you by Sports the Book. It's the best sports book ever written. That's the bottom line. Go to sportsthebook.com or worldinsports.com. It's time to talk about what happened this past week while you were on the grid, Nae. Um, also, this just in, uh, Vice President Pence has canceled all his, uh, his um, you know, uh, postponed and scheduled all his trips this uh, coming up this past uh, so, week. He was so, supposed so to be basically, tomorrow. So basically – 
Basically, shout out to 50. Whatever they say he got, he got that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they say he got, well, the crazy he got part that. Is that. Deadline is like generally a reputable um, organization, but it looks like they posted it early, like someone trolling, like you said. Yeah. But who knows, man? I wonder what this does. What's this? How this turn the conversation? Or does it? Anyway. I mean, you know, you know where we, the times we're living in. People want to be first, whether it's right or not. Yeah. But they, they, but they copy whoever said. Don't publish this until we find, you know, we we make sure it's real. Like, why'd they put that yeah. part in the tweet? It made it more believable, yeah, I guess. Drawn. Look, they told me they not drawn. to let it. Yeah, that was a that was a play. <laughs> no, that was Austin, a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin, yeah, 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 Austin was over there whispering like he was selling a bird or something. You good over there, guys? <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that. Gotta get that off. Shout out to Griselda. You know what it is. Austin over there. No, um, Austin over there calling different outlets, telling them about Pence. He started this. He, Yo, yeah, maybe, maybe he, he sold that the deadline. I heard him he was there, the like, one who texted. Don't don't publish this yet. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, me. You talking about picks? All I hear in the background is, "Yo, you need four and a half, and you need eight. But yo, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, former former college <laughs> basketball walk-on uh, from a Michigan State who was on that championship team with Mateen Cleaves. Uh, shout to Mateen Cleaves for that famous meme from uh, that championship game when he was crying. Tearing the nets down, but um, one of his teammates. Um, uh, and then he was tearing some other stuff down. <laughs> yo, a gentleman who um, yo. really uh, played it at the end of the bench and uh, shot to Doc Bay because Doc Bay gave him a bucket when they played. But that's either here nor there. <laughs> um, but this guy went into business in the mortgage business. Um, his name is Matt Ishbia. So Matt Ishkabibble. Yeah, Matt Ishbia. Matt Ishkabibble. Matt, Matt Ishkabibble. Yeah, Matt Ishkabibble, um, his company is going public, and he is now worth $11.3 billion with a B. He's worth more than Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson combined. Um, so he's the highest paid through. basketball player of all time. <laughs> That's how I see <laughs> When the when that when that like trivia comes up, who's the highest paid basketball player of all time? No, I not mean, Michael, not Magic, not Bron, not Kobe. It's Matt Mike Ishkabibbles. Michigan Matt Try to say Jeff Bezos never put up a shot. I mean, you never know. He might have been <laughs> ill for the Muriel. Anyway, um, you know, interesting story nonetheless because he did play on a championship team at a high level of collegiate basketball. So you know. So his company is um, United Wholesale. Well, no, he's the CEO of United Shore, also known as United Wholesale Mortgage. So Yo, I always, man, I always like wondered about that, Jim. Like when you like when your IPO is like the next morning. And I thought mm-hmm. about this for cats like you know uh, Zuckerberg and. Just, just all of them young cats. Like when your IPO is the next morning, you know, yeah. sitting here like like at a time like this, you know that in fourteen hours or so, you are going to be a billionaire. Like, how does that feel? It's like knowing Yo, that you're ooh. about to win. Well, the the Powerball, crazy, right? but you're going to get much more than the Powerball winners about the yeah, game. Yeah, a lot of those cats, a lot of those cats has uh, either already been living like a billionaire, um, have already borrowed on what's going to happen once they go public. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, but it's, it's about like to be par for the course. Everybody else yeah. about to know. It's about to be super real. I pay back like, all these loans I mean, and will never need a loan in my life. If you Bill know, Biden you know. Same feeling when you was here. 
when you was a young boy and you was in a phone, you know what I'm saying, with a with a, with a uh, you know a baddie, and, and you, you knew know, it was she was going to happen. Yo, she, she finally told, told you that you can tomorrow. Yo, okay, tomorrow we going at tomorrow after school. I'm coming to your place, and she telling you all the things she's going to do to you. And how you going to sleep that night? Magnificent. That's the only that's the only IPO we've ever felt. <laughs> yo, yo, you be yo, you, you hit it, you hit it with the jaw, like you hit it with the jaw, like yo, you better not be lying. You really gonna come? I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, playing with you. Oh. <laughs> you get no sleep. Yeah, Woody hard all day. Cheek, IPO coming tomorrow, yo. Yo, man. Hey, so um, shout out to Matt Ishkabibbles. Because he about yeah, to, shout to Matt if he didn't already, he's about to get a lot of cheeks. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he's definitely going to have a, a, chicken, a chicken and cheeks IPO. But yo, the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, <laughs> as if Miami wasn't ground zero just like a couple weeks ago. They've been granted clearance to go full capacity at Hard Rock Stadium. That holds 65,000 fans. For why? Why? The, the, the thing is, they're saying that the Dolphins didn't ask for and don't plan to go 65K full, full capacity. Um, they're going to go still about 13,000 this coming week, and they're going to kind of talk it over in the weeks after that to see what's quote-unquote safe or whatever. Um, and they said they they don't plan on going full capacity all season, but I'm like, who's making this these who's making these decisions and why? Because like Jimmy just said, like Miami was like ground zero like a month ago when the Marlins players were running up in Philly, infecting the locker rooms, and we saw what the numbers down in that part of Florida were doing. This quickly now you're, you're the first stadium to be granted. Full capacity? What the hell is going on? Yo, man. Listen, listen, listen. The American American system, free market economy that it is, you got to spend money. You got to have the economy. You can't, you cannot shut this thing down and regulate it. First of all, to the point, the rugged individualist, I have the right to not wear a mask. You got all of that. On top of, yo, the economy cannot fail. Or all you, all you, all you just told me. All you just told me is that Trump must be part owner of the Dolphins. That's, that's what I heard. This was a. This is a. This sounds like a political <laughs> thing. Like this sounds like a political thing. Right. Because the Dolphins, like we didn't. Yeah, they they were told this, but yeah. So some yeah, some politician told them. Oh, y'all can go ahead and. And do that. The phone, the they got the like, phone call nah. from the guy that says, I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Yeah. He got that type yeah. of phone call. I mean, I think he... I think or or, or they got the phone call person. from the, 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 the pile of feces that have flies in his head. Uh, somebody Yo. gave him a call. Or they got the Yo, phone the, call from them boys that was trying to kidnap the governor. So, you know, it's wild out here these days, man. Yeah. But, yo, um... But, First of all, can I, can I say, though, how the, the fly definitely was the greatest part of that debate? I just wanted to reiterate yeah. that. Yo, shot the fly, Reese. But, yo, um, Russell Westbrook left an $8,000 tip for Disney hotel staff, you know, upon leaving said bubble. Um, so he left yeah, eight right. racks. Shot the um, To me, like, it's it's a story because they made it one. Um. 
this kind of stuff gets leaked when the people who receive it have never gotten anything like that before. But not to diminish Russ, because I'm giving him a shout-out for doing what he's probably supposed to do. I'm just going – I'm going – say F you to the dudes who don't leave uh, the staff a, a you know a, a big gratuity like that because why wouldn't you they've been wrestling them with air for two months so this is 60 days of these people and this is different from just normal hotel staff they you know you get all kinds of hospitality in a, on a hotel on a cruise all that kind of stuff but this was different level because of COVID-19 I'm assuming like a cruise ship the employees probably had to live in the hotel throughout the whole bubble. Um, I can't see them allowing them to leave and come back every day. Um, they probably did extra when they were cleaning these guys' rooms just because everybody knew that they had to get tested every day. You know, they were down there serving food. and it, it was, It's just the, the service that I imagine that they have, just looking at the videos from – um, JaVale McGee and, and Matisse Steibel, just the level of service that they had. Like, whoever's leaving that bubble and not leaving a nice tip, hey, Coney. <laughs> so shout out to Russ, man. Yeah, shout out to Russ, yo. Um, I'm like on a seven-day cruise. I, I'm broke. And, like, my normal for, like, a seven-day cruise would be, like, 300 for the staff. So yeah. 60 okay, days from, from millionaires. Okay, ball. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. That ain't that ain't balling us seven days. Like it's not just for the boy that make the bed. Like remember, they gotta share them, Joe. So that's a stabby. I be thinking it's too too little. Like damn, the boy did make me a a towel animal every night. I should give him more, but I ain't got. Y'all, them towel animals be tired. I ain't gonna hold you. But but I don't know. One time, one time, one time, my room, no Jim. I had a monkey hanging from the um. The curtain rod. Yo, I, ain't know how to, I, I ain't know how to feel about that. <laughs> First of all, why do Yo. black people? Why do we? Why do we do that to ourselves? Like, why do we take offense every time we see a monkey? Even if nobody's Yo, doing anything fun. around you, like we see a monkey and be like, "Yo, why they got monkeys in this zoo?" That's, that's, what they saying? That's they fault, man. <laughs> that's the card yeah, they gave. That's them, on right? them. That's the card yeah, they that's gave. Exactly. That's what. That's their fault. No, nah, he made a different animal every night, seen... and one gentleman was like a monkey hanging from the. I'm like, I don't know if you should do that in a black person's room, homie. <laughs> Definitely, you I, know they be I from think, like yo, Thailand and shit. I think I was on a cruise with you, Dev, but I don't really remember like eight eight days of my life out of that. Out yo, of that be off some black style. Be off and ain't had no money left for for gratuities. He spent all his. Be off and get that. He get the Glen, what's it, Glenn Lidditz, whatever that thing called, it's, it's a wrap. Yo, he be drinking Yo, um, millionaire stuff. Let, yeah, yeah, he be taking and shot, shots of uh, Jameson, all kinds of craziness. But just a real quick, last story we got to talk about real quick. That the former WNBA All-Star, Cappy Pondexter, has been declared missing. Uh, like Jeff said earlier, that's never good when you're declared missing. Um, so, yeah, sad story there. No, it's... Because there's some breaking news in that story as well, Jim. <laughs> Cappy Pondexter was arrested on Tuesday on a battery charge and released on Thursday. So because people hadn't seen her for the last two days, I guess she didn't use her one phone call. The Players Association sent out a request 
for anybody with knowledge of her situation. So Cappy was in the joint. So this one does oh, end a little a, better a, than they usually do. That's a twist She's story. safe. Cappy was in that's the joint. I found that. I'm about to say, she, she, she was so. in the joint, but that's that's a good ending right there. Because it could have been oh, like man. a Lorenz and Wright right, well, type story. You don't want it to end like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's, right. a good, that's good. I mean, it's not good news that sister's locked up, but I mean, you know, we, we fought no. worse than that. All right. Real quick, because we are about to get out of here. I'm going to go back to Rob. Rob, if you're listening, you have two minutes. You said you wanted to get something off your chest. When we answer the phone, oh. you can't do your, your introduction, this big Rob and all that stuff. Get your rant in. We are timing you because we got to go. So I want to hear you get off your chest, whatever you had to get off your chest. You get the time to do that, but then we got to roll. So we're going to go back to Rob and Callie. I hope you're out of the bathroom now. What up, Rob? What up, Joe? How you doing? Hold on, guys. Go ahead. Go in. Go in. Whatever you try going on. Rob. Yo, where you at? Rob, it sound like you, sound like you, you moving boxes, man. Yo, I'm almost on the move like a UPS man, like an IT man, man, so... Yo, all I gotta say is this, man. Uh, thank you. Uh, Rob, Rob. Hey, man, it's no. Cali. I'm probably all, 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 all I gotta say is this, man. Yo, uh, hopefully the Lakers take it. You know, we're, we're doing it for Kobe. Uh, I get tired of these blonde sexuals, as the officers say online. I mean, he talks about EJ. Uh, dudes will probably go to jail with EJ just to get, get to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? It's just ridiculous, and um, listen, man, that's all I got to say about that. That dude was trolling me, and, um, and, and yeah, the Eagles, oh, yeah, I want to ask Dev something, and uh-huh. Russell something. If the Eagles, let's say we have a bad season, right? We have a terrible season. <laughs> let's say. It's already underway. Would you, would, you, would, would you be okay if they deactivated the Eagles for, like, the um, – Let's get they deactivated um, Carson Wentz for the rest of the season just to protect him. No, I wouldn't be okay with that. Why he get oh, treatment he better than everybody else? He can go out there and he fight it out with everybody else. I think you do because he he's like I said before, from from a from a management standpoint, he's gonna be if the Eagles do not build a team well enough around him from the top bottom in the defense. He's gonna be the next Andrew Luck. Now, well, that's his now, goddamn now, fault. Now he could he could easily get, he get could rid easily of the ball be the next. Rob, look, look, this is this is the thing. You pay him too much money not to play, right? That's 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 one. Secondly, uh, the, like deactivating him. This is this is. I told you this last week and the week before. And for any Eagles fans that think anything like that, this goes to y'all again. I got to remind you, Rob, you got to know when your team is the layup. You got to know that. For us to sit Carson Wentz to protect him means that we think we're a great team and next year we're going to be that. Dog, we're trash. Why are we, Why would we protect anybody? Until we can prove that we're a good team again, nobody gets protection. Nobody is safe. That's like saying, I, all right, the top 20 dudes got hurt 
on the Patriots while Tom Brady was still there. And it's just impossible right now, so we're going to sit Tom down because we go to the Super Bowl every year. Eagles don't go to the Super Bowl every year. They don't have a right to say we're going to sit this dude down <laughs> and protect him for next year. Hey, get his ass out there and play. He needs practice. But, but, but what if he pulls an Andrew Luck and says, hey, I'll quit because I'm getting hurt too much. If he gets hurt again, hey, I'll come getting hurt too much. You know, then they, we move on just like the Colts. Then, then, he, then he wasn't built for it anyway. I was about to say, then we <laughs> move on like the Colts did. Then he's a, then he's a, if he quit, he quit. Then we move on. If he quit, peace. Get, get the rest of that money up and go about your business. Be blessed. But nobody's sitting nobody to protect somebody on a team that's one, two. You bring that up for a team that's one, two, and one. Yo, really, we trash. I, I knew, listen, listen, I knew we were going to be trash. But I still so, want to so, that's what I'm saying. so if you know that they're trash, why would you protect anybody on this team? That's, that's I my question. The quarterback. I so protect you the protect him so we can come out next year and he'll be fully healthy for the 6-10 and 10 campaign. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. All right. We'll, we'll wrap about it. We're we, we about to roll out. We, so we'll wrap well, to you about three, it next week. Colin? Huh? Three of our uh, offensive linemen are out. Three of our starters Three of his the top three starters out on offensive line. We need, come on now. We shall overcome. That should be his motto. Oh Lord! Oh, he Lord. can't use that. <laughs> he can't use that as an excuse. He better but, do something no, like but, they, like like B and Jimmy just said. Get rid of the ball quicker. You know, ain't nobody uh, blocking yeah. for you. Get rid of the ball quicker. Stop trying to be Superman on every play. He's gonna die before the season is over. So we don't have to worry about. It. We're not gonna make it to a point where we're gonna protect him. Because he's going to die because he refused to not be Superman on every play. But, Rob, we out of here, man. Call in earlier next week. I'll put this in the the rundown, and we'll talk about it next week, all right? All right, Rob. Have a good week, bro. All right, shout. All right, man. Yo, 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 shout out to Court Bennett for being my fan. You know what I'm saying? All right. (laughs) Y'all crazy. Court will hear that. Court will hear that. All right. People don't be known when we be trying to bust a grub. We don't like talking sports no more. Yeah, man. Yo, right. let's get out of here, man. Tell, tell <laughs> about what happened with this dating sports history so we can yeah, get out man, of here. Yeah, man, this dating sports history brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website, make sure that you hit up Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices, and financing options are also available. So visit digitalextremetech.com. Or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them the homies over at War Room Sports sent you. All right. Two things happened on this date. I mean, a lot of things happened, but, you know, I got to pick something that's halfway interesting. I don't think either one of these are, but October 8th, 1972, for all my Eagles fans out there, Harold Carmichael begins an NFL streak of 127 consecutive games with a reception. I guess back in those days, that's really impressive because it wasn't just air raid offense all day, every day. So shout out to Harold Carmichael. He's like 6'7". Just throw it up. He'll catch one, Ron Jaworski. Um, Also, October 8th, 1818, (laughs) way back in the day, two English boxers. They didn't even list the names when I found this. Just two English boxers are the first to use padded gloves. So before that, they were just putting on a pair of isotoners 
and going to work <laughs> on each other. It was bare knuckling. At, I was about to say, I think they were bare knuckling because padded gloves, if we look back in the day, they still weren't using, like, big gloves. I think padded gloves for them, like, was a pair of isotoners. Isotoners got a little bit of padding just to keep you warm. But um, <laughs> shout out to all of them bare knuckle boxers back in the day. Shout out to Harold Carmichael. And uh, we like to give a war room salute for these historical moments. We are out here. Thank you, brothers Burr. and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, everybody that got through, everybody on all social media. We definitely appreciate all the support we always get. Tune in next week live right here on demand. We catch you up on all the sports topics that happened this past week. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of the NBA Finals, however long it is, and the MLB postseason if you're watching that. One game. You're playing baseball. Um, NFL football and whatever other sports you want to consume, listen, whatever sports you watch, enjoy that, even if your sports are politics. Please stay safe, and we'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything that we do, all of our social media, all of our content, all of our contact. Hey, go read our bios. Everything is found at warroomsports.com. That's our hub. And get my book, Sports the Book. You can go to sportsthebook.com or back at that hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. And we'll see you chumps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.